Ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, back to Lifting the Cup. Haven't said that in a while, uh, but oh, that was loud. Um, as always, my name is Leland. We got Ethan. What's up? We got Bryce. Hello. And uh, joining us today, we got uh, my boy Marco. What's up? How's it going? I'm good, good. And you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, so uh, we got today, we're just going to do... Uh, our uh, expansion drafts for the Seattle Kraken uh, tonight at eight o'clock um, will be the draft. Uh, we've all seen pretty much what the team is projected to look like with all the leaks and stuff like that, but um, we'll do this anyway, just to make a, make an episode out of it. Um, so first we'll go with, uh, we'll go with the Anaheim ducks. So uh, which one do you guys want to go first? I'll go first, I guess. Um, I went with uh, Sonny Milano. Uh, he was injured all of last year, but he's a good young forward. Uh, was solid with Columbus the past couple of years. Uh, hasn't played too much with Anaheim, but I think he would be a good fit as a young forward with Seattle on the bottom in the bottom six. All right, I'll go next. Uh, I took Volkov. Uh, I feel like once again, like let Ethan pick. Uh, He's very young, and I think that he's, he will turn into a pretty good player. He just needs some years in the AHL, and I think he'd be a good player. So just good uh, accusation there. Uh, yeah, from the Anaheim Ducks, I selected uh, Hayden Fleury. He has a pretty cap-friendly contract with only 1.3 mil, and he's a young defenseman that has shown some promising talent. Uh, yeah, same. I went with uh, Hayden Fleury. He's a nice young defenseman, uh, like Marco said. Nice little team-friendly deal. He's uh, he's an RFA next year. Um, if he doesn't have a breakout year, he'll come back on probably close to the same kind of deal like that. But, uh, yeah, nice young defenseman. Can play uh, bottom-pairing minutes. Um, yeah, I don't see too much wrong with that. Uh, and then we will go to the Arizona Coyotes. So, who you guys got? Uh, so I went with, uh, Christian Fitch Fisher, a forward. Uh, I was looking for someone cheap on Arizona, a cheap young, uh, forward. It was between him and Pitlick. I know, I think Seattle is going with Pitlick, but I chose Christian Fisher, Fisher for mine. Uh, I went with Tyler Pitlick. Uh, I think that the Seattle is going to take him, and I think it's a pretty good contract and, uh, he's a pretty decent, uh, bottom six forward. So I took Pitlick. I, uh, I went with Christian Fisher just because at age 24 with $1 million on his contract, uh, he's shown some promising potential for the future. So I think Seattle would, would uh, definitely get a good crack at him if they, uh, if they drafted him. Uh, yeah, I went with Christian Fisher as well. Nice young, uh, nice young winger can play a uh, bottom six minutes on the wing um, RFA next year as well. Um, and on a, on a, really good and cheap contract so uh yeah nothing too wrong there uh so we'll move on to i think the next team would be what the boston bruins i think right yeah the bruins yeah, yeah. so uh who you guys got uh all right so i went with uh andre cash um he is an rfa um i heard some rumors that they that seattle might have picked him and then flipped him back to boston uh i didn't really see anyone i liked on boston other than him so i took him if you flip him back to Boston for picks, it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you keep him, he's a solid forward that he can play in your middle six, third, second line wing. Uh, so I took Clifton from uh, Boston. I think uh, pretty good defense. Uh, doesn't need to be in the lineup, but like be a good uh, seventh, uh, sixth D. So that's what I took. Yeah, from the Boston Bruins, I also took uh, Andre Cash. Uh, I think he would be a good winger for the Seattle Kraken. And if not, like Ethan said, they could just flip them back to the Bruins. If not him, I was going to take Jakob Zaboro, but I didn't want to take too many defensemen. Zaboro, my guy. I love that name. Um, from the Bruins, I took uh, Jeremy Lozon. I believe that's how you say his name. Uh, nice young defenseman. Uh, another cheap contract at 850 k for one more year. And he's an RFA next year. Um just like I said, with uh, with, uh, with 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 Fleury's bottom pairing defenseman, from what um, the decor would look like, uh, that you can take those minutes, and I think he's uh, decently good. 
Um, so, yeah. And then we got the Buffalo Sabres up next. All right. So I went with uh, Zemgis Gergensen's former all-star. Uh, he can play center. He can play the wing. Uh, he's on a relatively cheap deal, too. Uh, he's one of the bright spots that Buffalo has. Um, so I went with him. I uh, went with Borgen on uh, right D. Uh, just took him for, once again, like 8th, 7th uh, Definitely just add uh, to, to the lineup, maybe in AHL. But cheap contracts, that's who I took. Yeah, I also took uh, William Borgen, 24-year-old right D, very cheap. Um, I took him just because they can use him as 7th, 8th D type guy, maybe in the AHL. And his contract is definitely team-friendly. Uh, yeah, I took Borgen as well. I just needed to fit under the cap, and there was nobody good on Buffalo, so I just took him just to fit under the cap. So it's really my only reason. <laughs> um, and then next we got the uh, Calgary Flames. I think we all have a you know pretty good idea who yeah. we'll go with. So this yeah. one's probably going to be unanimous. Uh, Mark Giordano, obvious choice. Um, it's six point. It's a lot. It's a heavy contract, six point seven five, but it's only one year. If it doesn't work out. Uh, he's gone next season. And if it does work out and Seattle's not contending, they can always trade that that at the deadline for some picks or prospects. Um, I went with uh, Giordano again, uh, too. Uh, it's kind of an obvious pick in my opinion. Uh, I think he's actually he, – he's a little older and his contract's pretty high, but he's uh, his potential is actually pretty good for his age. Like he can easily be uh, have like those top offensive minutes, and his defense is not the best, but it's actually pretty like good for like a top uh, pairing defense. Yeah, from the Calgary Flames, I also selected Mark Giordano at uh, 37 years of age. He's still a solid top two, top four type NHL defenseman, and. He's only has one year left on his contract. So if things don't work out, you can ship him out or have him walk in free agency. And I also think he'll be good for uh, Jersey sales. That's a good point. Yeah. You need someone to market around. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, clean sweep. Yeah, I got Giordano as well. I went back and forth to a few guys. I ended up with Giordano after a long thought, but uh, he'll, he'll be a nice, uh, he'll be a nice pair with uh, Adam Larson. So. Don't see too much wrong with that, I guess. Um, and then going to the Chicago Blackhawks. All right. So uh, I went with uh, Nikita Zadorov. He is an RFA. Uh, just some defensive depth. I mean, uh, there is a lot of good defensemen available. Um, but I just went with him. He's probably going to be the seventh or eighth defenseman on my team. Uh, but he's he's solid. I mean, he doesn't bring much value offensively. He's more of like a big body kind of physical defenseman kind of like a radko gudis uh but i think as a seventh if you need him through if there's injuries and you need him he's a pretty solid defenseman um i went with the same guy sadorov i think he's actually uh, a big guy uh, that does lay the body well and it's definitely a guy that uh, seattle krakens can get and if they don't want him or like like uh they can like sell him but i i do think that he's a good defenseman that they'll have yeah, I also went with uh, Nikita Zadorov at uh, six foot five. He's a bigger defenseman, a hard hitter, and um, I think he's the type of defenseman that any team would love to have on that bottom six. Um, well, I'm the only guy that didn't take him. I took uh, I took goaltender Malcolm Subban. Um, cheap deal. I know I'll come back on another one. Um, he'll be a nice. A really good third goaltender. Um, I don't know. I thought pretty good, uh, pretty good goaltender there. But eh. and then we got from or we got the uh, Colorado Avalanche next. All right. So uh, I went with JT Comfer, and it was between him and obviously Donskoy for me. I just went with Comfer because I believe he's younger, um, and I think a little bit cheaper. So I that that was only tiebreaker for me. Uh, it's between those two guys, and I don't think there's a wrong choice. Uh, I went with Donskoy. I think that the guy can play uh, third line, second line, and put up uh, really good points for you in that in those type of roles. I think it's a really key player that the Seattle are looking for. So I'm taking Donskoy. 
Yeah, from the Colorado Avalanche, I uh, I went with JT Comper. He uh, he makes 0.4 million less than Donskoy, and he has he's uh, three years younger than him, so that's why I leaned more towards Comper. But I think both would be a great pick for the Avalanche, but I went with Comper. Yeah, I went with uh, I went with Eunice Donskoy. Uh, 3.9 mil. I mean, I don't think it's a bad contract. Two years left, UFA at the end of it. Um, yeah, you can play the third third line second line if he needs to uh, i think he's got a good shot um and i think he could definitely not so much but he could be a comparison to what william carlson was that first year in uh in vegas so yeah i got down square for that one and then we got uh the columbus blue jackets up next all right, so this is this is one of the risky picks I took. I went with Max Domi, uh, a bit of a uh, like he makes a lot for his value right now, but I think there's high upside there. Um, if you give him an opportunity, you, we've seen what he can do with Montreal. He's a seventy-plus point player in the past, and he could be good on a first line or second line as a first line or second line center on a team with uh, good offensive firepower. Um, I went with Max Domi as well. The five, uh, his uh, his contract's a little, a little maybe too much, but I feel like, like uh, Ethan said, he's the potential to be a seventy plus uh, points player, and he also gives you some uh, grit to your lineup because the guy, he he play, uh, he plays gritty, and that's what I like. I like that in a lot of players, so I really like him. I would think that's a good asset for Seattle. Yeah, I also went with Max Domi at 26 years of age. You can see he still has potential. You've seen in Arizona and Montreal in the past that he has he's had great seasons before. And I definitely agree that having that grit up front definitely helps. And I know 5.3 million isn't the greatest contract for the season he just had, but I'm a big fan of his and I think he could definitely bounce back. And if not, you only have to deal with the contract for one year. Um, so another one that could have been a clean sweep that was, and I did not take Max Domi. Um, before I say it, I don't think I, I, I think that 70 point year is just a huge fluke. I don't think he's the kind of player that can like put up as many points as, uh, I don't know, say like John Tavares, right? Like with on a good, on a good team. I mean, yeah, he'll be, he'll obviously be better. I'd say he's like 50, 60 point guy max, but I don't see him putting up another 70, 80 point year, but, well, but um, just, Look at what teams he played for. Like he got seventy points on yeah. Montreal. Yeah, he was solid with the Coyotes as well. Yeah, like and it's Columbus up after this Columbus year. as well too. I, yeah. I think put him on like a uh, some like a like really good offensive top six uh, lines, and he can put up those numbers. I don't think he can be a consistent seventy point scorer though. Like that, I, I just don't think that's the player he is. No, I can't because because if because if he was. If he was, why would you give him up for Josh Anderson? No, I agree with you. I um, I definitely think that he may not be the most consistent player and might not be a consistent 70-point score, but I could definitely see him scoring 70 at least once more in his career, and I think he's a great guy to score you maybe 50, 55, maybe 60. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, mean, I, can, I can see him getting 50 consistently on a D on a – half decent team i i i can see him getting 50 55 well, consistently but if he i can't gets, see 70 plus if he gets one year with 70 points that's all that seattle's asking for yeah there, there's gonna be times there's gonna be seasons where seattle is probably gonna be lacking some offense and a guy like that who steps it up and gives you 70 points will definitely help them like down in the stretch or like the near the end of the seasons but and stuff like that that. Se- that season was what that season was like three years ago now i believe it was uh three years ago yeah so like here I'll, I'll i'll pull it up I'll, but the I'll, risk I'll, is still like stats. as risky as it is for this season it's only a one it's it's only this season his contract is is over at the end of the year so even if it doesn't work out it's not like a, he's locked up long term yeah and the contract isn't too too terrible at 5.3 million so i don't see why not take max domi yeah so in the 1819 season domi had 28 uh 44 for 72 points 2019-20 season got cut short uh, in 71 games, he had 17 goals, 27 assists for 44 points. That's the cut. That's what I think he is uh, in a regular season, in a regular 82 game season. He's a 50 to 55 point guy. 
that 72 games or that 72 point season was a fluke. It's what, um, okay. What was the year that Tavares had the 43 goal year? Or oh, the 47? 47, sorry. 1819. 1819, yeah. right? Tavares, Tavares hasn't gotten close since then. Yeah. Right, he right. This is, that, that that whole season was. How old is Max Domi? But yeah, Max Domi's twenty six. John twenty six. Okay, Max Domi's right about to enter his like in, like he's in his prime now. So if you got he's in his points, prime, putting up twenty four points in fifty four. Well, but I'm just saying he got seventy points not being in his prime. I I definitely think he has at least one more seventy point season. If not, like I definitely think he can put up seventy points. Yeah, I yeah, yeah well, like. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. To be fair. Uh, I don't think we're looking at Max Domi to be the star center of the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like no, I just, no, not at all. I just don't think he yeah. can put up another 70-point year. But no, I don't think like, it's fair to look I at his numbers this year. Yeah, I wouldn't really compare him to John Tavares because I, I think we all agree John Tavares is a much better player in almost every aspect. But uh, yes, I, think yeah. I think Max Domi could definitely be a solid second-line center on almost any NHL team. Yeah. 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 And who performed well offensively on the Blue Jackets this year? Like, they couldn't even get Line 8 to perform offensively. So, yeah. like, I think a change of scenery will be good for him. I agree. I He's also a guy that likes the big markets, too. I, yeah. feel, I feel like uh, going to Seattle, like a new team, a lot of, uh, a lot of like, spotlight on Seattle will definitely help his play. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anyways, I took uh, – where is he? I took – defenseman Dean Kukon. Just honestly, I didn't really want to, I didn't really want to take Domi just because of what I said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, so after that, after the Jackets, we got to the Dallas Stars. All right. So this is one of the ones I changed once I figured out who they were going to take. Um, I'll tell you who I took before. Before I took Ben Bishop. Uh, but I changed it to j- take Jamie Alexiak because I believe that's who they're taking. Um, and I- I'm happy with that move. That's a good move for them. I think it's a good signing. It's good to bring some free agents in early on and kind of set a precedent because Vegas didn't really do that. They didn't really sign any kind of big free agents. They kind of rolled with who they picked in the expansion draft. So I think it's pretty cool that they're they're signing some free agents. Uh, so I, I saw the, the what the draft was supposed to look like today, and I saw them that they might take Alexiak. And so I didn't want to t- put Oziak down because I was not going to take Bishop anyways. So I took Blake Como. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Blake Como will be in the lineup, but he's uh, could be a person that could be an asset in a trade. Uh, but he's also, if you do have him there, he actually does bring some um, physicality to your lineup, though. So. Yeah, I know a lot of people went with Ben Bishop for their expansion draft, but he didn't even cross my mind when thinking about who to take with, with the Stars. It was so clear to me to take Jamie Alexiak just because the contract is uh, it's definitely team friendly and he's going to be getting a new one if he's going to play with the Seattle Kraken. And I think he's a solid defenseman that the team can use to even play in the top four. Um, yeah, I took Ben Bishop uh, at just under five mil. Um, if he can get back to, to what he was uh, before, you know, getting all the injuries and all that. Um, I think it's, that's a, Great pickup for the Kraken. Great starting goaltender. Uh, your 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 goaltending duo of uh, of Bishop and say Drieger. Like, come on, man. Yeah. That's like that's insane. But I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, looks like they're gonna take Lexiak and sign. But uh, I had Bishop here. Um, so moving on, we'll go to the Detroit Red Wings. So this is actually so yeah. Uh, this is interesting because for as bad as Detroit was, there were actually some solid options to pick from. Uh, I went with Troy Stetcher, uh, 27-year-old defenseman, right? The uh, pretty solid when he was with his time in Vancouver. I think he signed a two-year deal in the offseason to be with Detroit. So it's the second year of that deal. And he's a really solid defenseman. Uh, and I think he'll be he'll be in that top six defenseman for, for Seattle. Um, I went with Troy Stetcher as well. I've oh, I've liked uh, Troy Stetcher. Actually, uh, last year when I was trying to figure out who the least will sign in the offseason – uh, Troy Stetcher actually went uh, through my list 
I definitely think uh, Troy Setcher is a great, actually, two-way player. A lot of people don't really see his offensive side, but if you watch the Team Canada World Championships, you actually saw Troy Setcher's offensive side a lot, and he definitely could perform offensively as well defensively. So I'll take Troy Setcher. Yeah, from the Detroit Red Wings, I also took Troy Stetcher at $1.7 million for a solid uh, right defenseman in the NHL. I don't see how you can go wrong. Uh, he's probably just entering his prime, if not in his prime already. And um, I definitely think he's a great pick for the sort of top four bottom pairing type player. If not Troy Stetcher, if they decide to go the forward route from Detroit, I don't see how you could go wrong with Vladislav Nemestikov. He showed promising seasons in the past, so I think Detroit can go either way there. Um, okay, I didn't take uh, Stetcher or Nemetsikov, but uh, I took Evgeny Svechnikov. Um, nice, nice young winger. Uh, needs a contract, RFA right now, but um, I don't know, man. I, I, I like him, and I think he would be a pretty good uh, depth player for uh, for Seattle. Um, so, uh, Porter just pointed it out. Uh, we missed the Carolina Hurricanes. So, uh, <laughs> just run by them really quick. All right. So, I went with uh, RFA defenseman Jake Bean. Uh, he was running their top power play at times last year, even with a team that had Dougie Hamilton. So, that's pretty impressive. And uh, for them to leave him exposed, it was a little confusing to me. Uh, he's, it's, he's still going to be cheap. It's still going to be a cheap RFA deal, probably a bridge deal. But Jake Bean is a very solid defenseman. I think he could be end, he could end up in that top four or top or that top pair defensively for the Kraken. Uh, so I went with Niederreiter, but I will say Jake Bean's also a very good pick. Uh, I was actually watching him a lot uh, on the fantasy, like uh, on fantasy, because like that guy, he puts up like really impressive offensive numbers. But for now, I'm going with Niederreiter, who will definitely help Seattle Kraken's top the. Uh, top six uh, or maybe bottom three even uh, offense. So I would go need rider. Yeah. From the Carolina hurricanes. I also went with Jake Bean. Um, I think that at 23 years of age, he shows promising future. As you said, as an offensive defenseman, he puts up great numbers. And um, I think he wouldn't mind re-signing with the Carolina, um, the Seattle Kraken. And I think he's a great choice for them. Uh, yeah, no, I had uh, I had need rider first. Uh, then I looked over the team. Um, I went back and I took Jake Bean. Um, yeah, Porter, like you said, uh, does need a contract, young and all that. But he did run Carolina's top power play for a bit there. Um, still got a lot of potential, and I think he could definitely be a uh, uh, he could definitely slot into their top four there. Um, so next, yeah, I do. yeah. So next, who do we do? Yes, we did. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we Yeah, yeah. You got the Edmonton Oilers, boys. Go ahead. All right. So this is the other one I changed. I changed Dallas and I changed Edmonton once I heard that Larson was signing. So I have Larson here, but I'll tell you who I, I picked first. I picked uh, Dominic Cahoon. Uh, he's an RFA, but when he was playing with uh, McDavid last year and even on his own, from what I've heard from Oilers fans, I follow a couple Oilers accounts and they're very high on Cahoon. They want him playing on the top line because they think he have, he has a lot of offensive upside. So that's why I took him first, but I, I like the Larson pick that they made. So it's interesting to see another free agent uh, sign with Seattle. And I think it's pretty good. Uh, so with my pick, I got, I picked somebody with a low cap, uh, just to try to fit this team uh, cap-wise. So I went with Tyler Benson. Uh, I think that he's nothing more than uh, a scratch forward and maybe an AHL player. But he's, I believe, still really young, and he can actually develop into a bottom uh, bottom, uh, bottom forward. So, Yeah, from the Edmonton Oilers, I took uh, Jujar Kiara. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh He's an RFA. He makes 1.2 million, and I think he could be a solid AHL talent for the Seattle Kraken in year one, and probably make the lineup in year two. Um. So, uh, like Bryce said, I took this pick just uh, for cap reasons, just to make it all fit under the cap. Um, I took Devin Shore. Um, I don't really know if he would make their lineup or if he would just be. 
a healthy scratch for most of the time, but team friendly deal, 850 K for two years. Um, yeah, it was just for cat moves. Uh, nothing more than that. Um, so next we got, let's take a look here. Next we got the Florida Panthers. I think this one's going to be anonymous too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or unanimous. I don't know why I said anonymous. Unanimous. <laughs> Chris Drieger, obviously, I think it's already confirmed or almost like unofficial, but pretty much official that he signed a three-year, I think it's $3.5 million deal. Uh, you always need a good goalie. A good goalie is the foundation of a good team. And Chris Drieger is one, so it's a good pick. Yep, I uh, went with the same uh, person. Uh, nothing really much to say, but he's a good goalie and a goalie that uh, Seattle will definitely uh, want and should take, yeah. And Yeah. Uh, from uh, Chris – I took uh, Chris Drieger as well from the Florida Panthers um, at uh, only 27 years of age, and he's a UFA. I think they'll re-sign him. I, uh, I think he's a great pickup. I think he could be a starting goalie on a – good nhl franchise if not a backup and uh i just think he's a great pick for seattle yeah i went trigger man um in this case of seattle actually not taking bishop he will be their starting goaltender um but yeah it's pretty much confirmed that he'll just resign on i think it was like three year 3.5 mil um which yeah. i think is really good i think that's a great contract for him and for the team as well get that out there um yeah he is gonna end up being their starting goaltender and uh, i i see no problem with that at all uh so next we got the los angeles kings that I seems like so, a, yeah. that seems like a huge jump wow so yeah, yeah we'll go with the kings all right so when i was doing my draft i took the king i picked my king's player at the end so i was looking for cheap options to get myself under the cap uh i went with blake lazat uh, he's a center. He hasn't really performed offensively yet in the in the NHL, but he's had some solid AHL numbers. And I think, given a larger opportunity, maybe in the middle six, he could uh, put up some numbers for Seattle. Uh, I went with uh, Lemieux. I think he's uh, once again a really gritty player. He doesn't really have much offensive upside, but I definitely think he can fit in uh, bottom uh, bottom six and maybe even scratch. Which is, uh, so yeah yeah from the la kings i decided to go with carl grunstrom uh 23 years of age i think he has some promising potential to be a future top nine top six type guy but i mainly took him because i wanted to keep the salary low uh i went with brendan lemieux um she contract rfa next year um still pretty young uh, I like the way that he plays. I think he'll, he he would be able to slot into their bottom six. Uh, uh, I think he'd be a good third line winger, maybe. Um, but yeah, I just really like the way that he plays, and I think he would good uh, good player on uh, on Seattle. Yeah, I agree. Um, so next we got the uh, the Minnesota or yeah the Minnesota Wild. All right, so I went with uh, goaltender Capo Kakonen. Uh, he put up decent numbers at the beginning of the season and they kind of trailed off the end, but he had a solid record on a very good Minnesota team. Uh, and, you know, goaltending depth is important. And um, so that's, I went with him because, you know, yeah, goalies are important. Um, I took Bishop at first. So I thought my, my goaltending was going to be pretty strong, but once I changed it, you know, it got weaker. Um, but just having that depth in case of injury is important. So I took Capo Cacconi. Uh, so I took Nick Bukestad. Uh, I think Bukestad will definitely add some size to the Seattle Kraken. He's a big six-six uh, foot uh, forward, um, and he brings a lot. He's a really good hitter. Uh, he uses his body very well, and he actually has a lot of offensive upside. He does get bring up a lot of points as a third line center. Yeah, from the Minnesota Wild, I also took uh, Kapo Kakinen. 24-year-old uh, goaltender. He's an RFA uh, next season, so he'll probably end up playing this season as the backup or as the third string. And um, at the beginning of the season, he showed up promising numbers. He was actually one of the candidates for the the Calder early in the season, and then he began to fall off a little bit. But I think he'll have a great year with Seattle. Um, 
I went with uh, I went with Nick Bugstad uh, with the way that my team shaped up to look. I had uh, three goalies who I thought uh, are better than uh, Kakinen. Um but yeah, I took Beekstad, a uh, nice cheap contract, 900k UFA next year, and he does add some size to uh, to the team in their and in their bottom six. Um, so uh, yeah. next we got the, what I think it's the Montreal Canadiens. Yep. All right. So uh, for Montreal, first uh, my first pick was. Um, was, Gary Price. Uh, <laughs> no, it was not Gary Price. <laughs> uh, it was uh, Kulak, uh, but then looking at it again, Kale Fleury is the obvious choice for me. He is an RFA, um, but he does show some high upside, and it's going to be a cheap contract. He hasn't played much in the NHL. I don't. I, I haven't actually looked it up, so I don't know if he actually has played any games in the NHL, but I believe he's played a couple. Um, but he's a solid defenseman. Uh, RFA, bridge deal. And he should be the future of Seattle's defense. Uh, I went with uh, Brett Kulak. I was also looking at Kill Flurry too. I think Kill Flurry is actually really good, but I went with Brett Kulak because I definitely think he could be your fifth or sixth uh, D man in the lineup. And he's actually really solid defensively. Uh, nothing really much offensively, but he definitely uh, will add some like a good uh, to the to good D uh, core in Seattle. Yeah, originally uh, I had them taking Brett Kulak from the Montreal Canadiens, but uh, shortly before we started filming the podcast, I uh, I went back and I changed it to Kale Fleury. I was looking at the rumors, and I think it's just too perfect to have both brothers on the uh, the expansion team. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I didn't have too much thought after uh, picking Brett Kulak. Um, I didn't keep picking Carol Kale Flair didn't even cross my mind. Uh, I I think Brett Kulak uh, is a good depth defenseman, a decent contract, I guess, one point eight five mil, um, wow. UFA at the end or at the end of uh, this year, but this next season, sorry, whatever. Um, but I, I yeah, I think he's a really good depth defenseman, and uh, he fit in well with, uh, with Seattle's team there. So uh, up next, we got the uh, the National Predators. All right, so I went with uh, Cal Yarncroft, uh, affordable two million dollar contract for a very solid uh, forward. He can play se- on cap friendly. It says he can play center and both wings, so there's some versatility there. And he he's put up some good numbers, so I think Cal Yarncroft is the obvious choice. Uh, I went with Matthew Shane because uh, I didn't haven't made my national pick till today, and I saw that they took uh, Yanker, so I took Matthew Shane just uh, to uh, not pick what the actual roster would be. So yeah, yeah, from the Nashville Pad- uh, Predators, I also took uh, Calais Yankerok. I uh, had two million dollars. I think that he's just the perfect center, left wing, right wing, can play anywhere in your forward group, and. Um, I think it's the perfect type of guy that Seattle needs. Yeah, I take Yarn as well uh, for all the same reasons Ethan and Marco said. Um, nice. I think it's a nice cheap contract. Um, 29 years old, UFA next year. Um, he can definitely play top. I think he can play top six. Um, he'll probably slot into like uh, top nine. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, pretty good choice. So uh, after that, we got the New Jersey Devils. Uh, th- yeah. So this is by far my worst pick. Uh, I'm not even going to try and justify it because it's it's there's nothing good about it. Uh, Andreas Janssen. That's I'm just going to leave it there. There, <laughs> it, it's an awful oh pick. He's overpaid. Uh, he doesn't play good. I I just didn't know who to pick, so I just took Janssen. I probably should have took Will B- Butcher. He's a good choice, but Butcher. Uh, so I went with Butcher. Uh, I think uh, he can be a great top four defense. Uh, nothing really much to it. Uh, just a good uh, defenseman. I uh, I also took Will Butcher. Um, I just think he's a solid defenseman, and his contract isn't too too bad at three point seven mil. And if it doesn't turn out good, he's a UFA next year, so he only needs to play one year. And uh, I don't know. I just think he's a great defenseman and he could probably play in that top four 
in uh in Seattle next year. Yeah, I took Butcher as well. Um, there wasn't real. I there wasn't really anybody I really wanted to take from the Devils. Um, didn't want to take Johnson. Didn't really want to take Butcher. Um, he was he was the best choice there for sure. Didn't de- definitely didn't want to take Subban. <laughs> I'm not I'm not taking Subban and Giordano. Like that's not happening. Two yeah. over two insanely overpaid defensemen. No, no, thank you. But yeah, I took Butcher. Um, I mean the contract isn't even all that bad. Um, three point seven. I can live with that for another year. Um, and yeah, he, he if he doesn't play good, you just don't resign him, or you try and flip him at the deadline. Um, but it's not you know not like you're taking a huge risk or anything. But uh, yeah, who who are they taking? Like, are they taking Butcher? Or who was it? No, they took Bastian, or oh. I think that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, Nathan Bastian. Oh, that yeah. was my second pick. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, after that, then we. I just left the thing here. I don't know what team's next. Um, I think it's the Isles. Yeah. 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 I've seen the Islanders, and I think this might be a clean sweep. I don't know. Uh, no, I think there's two uh, good options here. You could either yeah. take Eberly or Bailey. Uh, I went with Eberly, but uh, there's nothing wrong with taking Eberly. They're both pretty solid forwards that can probably – they're probably going to slot in on the first line or at, at least in the top six. So I took I went with Eberly. Uh, I went with Bailey because time after time, Bailey has shown that he uh, he comes he gets points in the playoffs every year. He uh, th- does really well in the playoffs, and I think that's a guy that they would need in uh, Seattle. Yeah, I went with Jordan Everly. Uh, Josh Bailey is definitely a good choice as well because he makes 0.5 less. Uh, they're the same age. Their contract runs at the same length, but. I just prefer Jordan Everly. I, I like his play style better. And I think regardless of who you pick, they fit in Seattle's top six for sure. Uh, yeah, I took Everly uh, 500K more, but it's not like it's not like a, it's, it's you know too bad or anything. Both great players. Um, the way that my team uh, shapes up, he'd be playing on the second line. Uh, realistically, he'd probably be on the first line. Um, but yeah, both good options. But uh yeah, I got, I got Everly there. Um, and then I don't think this has been released yet. I think I don't think so, at least. Um, but the Rangers are, uh, are up next. Yeah, so not there's this was hard. There wasn't too many good options unless you wanted to take a free agent. Uh, I went with Julian Gauthier because uh, I was looking for someone cheap because uh, I was over the cap. Uh, <laughs> he, he's making 775K. Uh, <laughs> Either he'll either play in the AHL or he'll be in the bottom six. He's a he's a decent forward. Um, nothing too special, but you know he, he'll put up a bit of points. Uh, I went with Colin and Blackwell. I think that once again cheap contract. Uh, and don't think really he's gonna make the roster. I think he'd just be the AHL, the AHL. Yeah, I also took uh, Julian Gauthier. I uh. I took him just because I think he could be a solid piece in the AHL. Maybe I don't think he'll make the the Seattle Kraken's roster, especially not in year one. But um, I just mainly took him because he's super cheap and uh, I needed to stay under the cap. Uh, I took Blackwell, uh, 725K for one more year UFA at the end of his contract. Um, the odds that he makes the, the team, uh, probably – you know, slim to none, but uh, good AHL guys, you know, get scratched. But yeah, the black blackball was uh, just for cap reasons for me. Um, and now we'll move on to the Ottawa Senators. So I, I actually, I changed my pick on the Ottawa Senators because um, I, I really didn't know who to take on them. At first, I took Clark Bishop until I realized that he's uh, had like. 10 points in his NHL career in like a full season. Uh, so I switched to Joey Decord. Uh, he's making league men uh, as a goaltender and he's, he's solid. He's get, he was on the IR for most of the last season, uh, but he'll be solid goaltending depth with the, the goalies that I've, that I've chosen. Uh, I as well took Joey Decord. Uh, I think uh, definitely a good uh, third goalie option. As uh, I think that he just could be, sometimes comes up uh, if a goalie's injured, but definitely a good start in the AHL. Maybe develop him a little bit more, but really cheap, and I, I, that's what I like. Yeah, I took a little bit more of an expensive player from the Ottawa Senators. I went with centerman Chris Tierney. Um, 
I've noticed that there aren't too many great centers in the uh, available in the expansion draft. So I mainly took him looking to be that sort of first line, second line center for the Seattle Kraken. He only has one more year left on his deal. So he only needs to play one season and then you could ship him out if it doesn't work out. And um, I don't think 3.5 million is too, too terrible for him. Um, I, I thought there's decent amount of good centers out there that you could take and then even free agency. But, um, I went, I didn't go with the corridor Tierney. I went with uh, Josh Brown, a uh, nice cheap defenseman. Um, he's my seventh or eighth guy. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's cheap and that's really it, but I don't know. I don't know too much else after that. Uh, and then we move on to the, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Um, so yeah, this is another one of my risky picks. Um, someone who really needs a change of scenery. I went with uh, Shane Goss to spare. Uh, kind of fell falling out of favor in Philadelphia. Coach doesn't is not a big fan of him, and he's kind of underperformed the last few years. But maybe a change of scenery. Uh, it's he's only going to be under the books for t- or on the books for two more seasons at four point five, which isn't awful. So there's there's some obviously some upside, but there's some high risk there as well. Uh, I went with Voracek. I once again, that's another guy that's looking for a new scenery. Uh, I definitely think the contract's a little high, but I definitely think that uh, uh, his potential is very high too. I think he could definitely be uh, 80, 80 to 70 points getter, and I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I went with James Van Riemsdyk, uh, obviously former Toronto Maple Leaf, but uh. I mainly took him because uh, he has two years left on his contract. And I think that he's a great experienced veteran forward that the team can use. And um, we've seen in the past that he's a, uh, he's a great sniper. I believe he's had his uh, season high. It's 36 goals in a season. So I don't really see how you can go wrong with James Van Reems, like besides the large contract. Yeah, I went with JVR as well. I kind of went back and forth between Voracek and Van Reems sake. Um, ended up with Van Reem's like, um, obviously, I think he's like 1.25 mil cheaper. Um, yes. But yeah, he's got a got a got a good shot, nice scoring touch. Uh, two more years left on his contract, so it's not like you're you're getting ripped off for four or five years. Um, but yeah, for just experienced guy in the locker room, and uh, he's he's okay. he would be my uh, first line left wing. Um, but uh, and then we'll move on to the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right. So for Pittsburgh, uh, I went with another goalie. I went with uh, Casey DeSmith. He's a uh, 1.25 solid goalie, some more goaltending depth. Uh, probably be the backup on this team with backing up Drieger. So, uh, yeah, I went Casey DeSmith. Uh, I went with uh, Tanev. Uh, I think Tanev is a great player. Uh, fan favorite in Pittsburgh, and he's like the hymen for the Leafs, uh, for Pittsburgh. But, uh, anyways, uh, I think that that would be a good uh, bottom six four. They're gonna add. Yeah, I also went with Brandon Tanev. Um, he has four years left on his deal and only makes three point five million. I um I personally believe that he's actually a quality forward that could maybe even fit into the top six. And um, I, uh, I actually saw that that's who they uh, ended up taking in real life. So not a bad pick for the Kraken, in my opinion. Yeah, I went Tana as well. Um, I know a lot of people, like when I first saw that they signed him to that contract, uh, a lot of people said it was like, you know, bad contract and all that. But uh, I think it's, I don't know, I think it's a decent contract. You look at other contracts, guys get um, three and a half mil for a middle six guy who, uh, like you said, is like uh, Toronto's Hyman. Um, he's a great, great forward. Um, score, he can score when you need him to. Um, yeah, I think it's a quality option for, uh, for, for, for Seattle there. And then we move on to the San Jose Sharks. All right, so from San Jose, I went with uh, Dylan Gambrel. Uh, he's a center. He's 24, and he's only making 1.1 mil. Uh, 
he he's likely either going to be in the AHL or in on the bottom six, but he's just pretty solid forward that has that's still young, so he he has some upside. Uh, I went with uh, Ryan Donato. Uh, I think he's very young. Uh, I'm pretty sure very cheap uh, contract. Uh, I actually really like his play. He's actually very underrated defensively, and I definitely could see him fit in in the bottom six uh, in Seattle. Yeah, I'm definitely also a big fan of Ryan Donato, but uh, I decided to go with Dylan Graham, uh, Dylan Gambrel. He's um he's a year younger, and um he uh I needed to, uh players under contract for next season, so I don't really see how you can go wrong with him. Uh, I went a bit off the board. I went with Matt Nieto. Uh, he's got two years left, 850k. Um, is it, it was mainly for cap reasons uh had a nice low contract so uh fit in nicely um and then we got the uh the st louis blues so this is my big fish my big uh acquisition i went with vladimir tarasenko uh anytime i think you get the opportunity to get a uh, a solid forward like like tarasenko an elite forward uh when he's healthy like tarasenko i think you 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 take that opportunity which the Seattle Kraken have uh, I think in real life they went with Vince Dunn which he's obviously a great player but I think Tarasenko would be my pick I wouldn't fit Vince Dunn uh, I feel like Vince Dunn is very underrated I love how Vince Dunn plays uh, I actually like I said in the group chat I wanted Vince Dunn on the lease like a couple years ago I've been wanting Vince Dunn on the lease for a long time he's he's such a great player I like I really like how he plays and I definitely think it'll be a great player for Seattle yeah, I went with Vladimir Tarasenko basically for the same reasons as Ethan. Uh, when you get an opportunity to take a player of that caliber, like he said, an elite forward when he's healthy, uh, I don't see how you could pass up on him. Uh, yeah, I took I took Vlad as well. Uh, I didn't really have too much debate with this one. Um, I know that there you know are risks taking Tarasenko and that seven and a half million dollar cap hit, but. Uh, yeah, like you guys said, when you have the chance, uh, even if it doesn't completely pan out, you still took that. You still take that chance to get an elite guy like uh, Tarasenko when he's healthy. And if he does become healthy, he could. Uh, he is definitely going to be their top guy for sure. Uh, and then we go to the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right, so uh, there's there's tons of good choices on Tampa Bay. I went with Yanni Gord. Uh, He's probably going to be the the, the number one center on my team. Um, he makes 5.1 for the next four years, so he's locked up long-term, but he's definitely worth that contract. So there's no concern there with the bunny. He's proven himself, and I'm really excited to see what he would be able to do with, uh, with Seattle. Uh, I went with Gord as well. I feel like he's a great player. Very Once again, very underrated. Um, he played uh, top uh, second line and third line minutes on Tampa Bay, but he he's worked for every minute he's got, and I definitely think he's a really good great player. So I'll definitely take him on Seattle. Yeah, I know most people are either going with um, Yanni Gord, Andre Pilat, or Alex Kalorn, but I decided to go uh, way off from everyone else, and I went with defenseman Cal Foot. Uh, I mainly went with him because I wanted to keep the salary low. Um, he is an RFA, but I do think he'll re-sign in Seattle. And um, I actually think that he could become a quality defenseman in the future. Uh, he's only 22 years of age, so I um, I like the pick. I took uh, Yanni Gord, locked up long-term, 5.1 for four years. Um, he's going to be their top-line center. Uh, I think that's the guy they're going to pick tonight as well. Um, he's a, I, I, I went back and forth between, uh, him and Kalorn. Um, I didn't really think too much about Palat. I went back, back and forth between him and Kalorn, but I looked at the roster that I had, um, and I didn't really have a good a quality option for my top line center. Uh, so that's, I ended up picking Cord in the end there. Yeah. And then, uh, after the Tampa oh, Bay lightning, we got our boys, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ah, <sighs> oh, yes. So, so I, I did. I did. Sadly, I did get this one right. Um, oh. I think it, 
court if, there. If Seattle didn't pick him, uh, I was going to be concerned with what they were doing, but Jared McCann. Uh, it's between him and Kerfoot, obviously. McCann is younger and makes less, so uh, I don't know why they wouldn't go with him. Uh, still confused what the Leafs are doing, but he's a good pick for Seattle. Um, I went with the guy that I want them to take. <laughs> uh, so I went with Kerfoot, but I definitely think – I thought they were actually going to take Kerfoot. I think he's a guy that's uh, really close to home there. Uh, he's from Vancouver. I think they would love him up there. I think he's a player that they would need, like a versatile forward to play up down, uh, up and down in the lineup. I think uh, – I thought that they are going to take him, but nope. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah, I actually – I went bold with this one. I went with Travis Dermott. Uh, he has a very cheap contract for the next two years. And I think that Travis Dermott is a pretty good bottom bottom pairing defenseman. And I think that he has the potential to grow into a a middle pairing defenseman. And I think it's a good pick for the Kraken just to keep the salary low. Uh, yeah, I ended up taking Kerfoot. Uh, I hoped that they wouldn't have taken – or that Seattle wouldn't have taken McCann. Um, excuse me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Still kind of disappointed with that, but uh, it – I am. I'm hoping that there's a uh, there's a, a a trade coming after, um, like in free agency or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. Still a little disappointed with that one. Um, so up next we got. Let's take a look here. We got Vancouver. Yes, we got the Vancouver Canucks. All right. Um, this is another one of my bad picks. I really did not know how to pick. I think the, the pick now, if I had to do it, if I could do it again, I'd probably go with Cole Lind. Uh, but I went with Jalen Chatfield. Uh, he's a UFA. I don't know why. What I Mine, my, mine's worse. Don't worry. <laughs> so I went with Chatfield. I, he's a UFA. I really don't know what was going through my mind when I picked him. I can't even explain to it to you now because I have no idea what I was thinking. Uh, I went with Zach Macklin. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, I think uh, I don't really think much of it. Uh, just gonna be an AHL player. I'm pretty sure he's still really young, and uh, so he can get uh, developed better. Yeah, looking back at the Pittsburgh Penguins, I know most people took Casey DeSmith, but I chose my starting goaltender to be Braden Holpe. Uh, he's very experienced, former Stanley Cup champion. Uh, you only have to pay him $4.3 million for the cap hit for uh, the one season. And if it doesn't work out, you can you could send him out the door. And uh, I think that he'd be a good starter slash backup for a good tandem of uh, Holtby and Drieger. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I actually ended up just before we started this episode, I ended up making another draft just to – go through my picks again and see if there was anything I would change. But my first one and the one that I'm going to stick with, uh, I took Holtby there. Um, so my my goaltending would have been uh, Bishop, Drieger, and Holtby. Um, but yeah, Holtby's experienced goaltender. I know he didn't have the, the greatest year. Um, but I think I think with a new start, <laughs> uh, I think he might be a little bit better. But uh, yeah, got the got the cup win there um but yeah it's not it's not even that bad of a contract either but uh yeah i took Colby there um and then we and then we got the uh the washington capitals all right so from the washington capitals i went with justin schultz uh he had a great year last year on the back end as a right d he's gonna slot in to be my uh top pairing right defenseman with with giordano bit of a (laughs) not bit of a an older pairing but uh, Justin Schultz is a pretty solid defenseman. Uh, I went with Vancheck. Uh, I think he's a really good young goalie. I definitely think he could definitely be a backup, uh, maybe even uh, a tandem, but I don't think that's what they're going to go with. Uh, but I, I do think he's a really good young goalie that can uh, that can play some good uh, minutes and uh, games for them. So nothing else way. Really. Yeah, from the Washington Capitals, I ended up going with Connor Sherry. Um, He's had a few good seasons in the past, and for 735k uh, on the cap hit, 
and um, he'll be on the team for at least two seasons unless they decide to trade him out. I think uh, he's a solid pick to have on either the bottom six or that top line in the AHL. Wow, we all went with someone different here. I went with uh, with Garnett Hathaway. Um, uh, Twenty nine years old. He's making one point five. Uh, it's just just uh, depth forwards there. Um, he'll slot into the fourth line or something. Um, but for one point five for two years, uh, I don't really see it as a risk at all. So uh, yeah, I went with Hathaway there. And then the last team we got today, we got the uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Your Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I went with uh, Dylan DeMello. Uh, he could also be slotted as the top pairing right D. Um, he really stabilized Winnipeg's defense that had nobody playing for them last year. Their defense was horrible. But when Dylan DeMello, there, it, when Dylan DeMello was there, at least it wasn't completely awful. Um so, yeah, I think you'd be a solid pickup for uh, for Seattle. I as well won't Dylan DeMello. I think, like yeah, Ethan said, I think he was one of the better defensemen on uh, Winnipeg. Uh, I think that if you get them uh, him, that would be a great uh, 6 50 option again and just a great player. Nothing really else to say. Yeah, I was considering going with Dylan DeMello because he's a quality NHL defenseman, but – I ended up taking Mason Appleton. Uh, he's a cheap forward who will be an RFA next season. And I definitely think that he could slot in as that bottom line center or that bottom line right winger because he could play either or. Yeah, at the end of the day, I ended up taking Appleton as well. I, I like the way he plays. Um, depth four there, just like uh, Marcus said, probably slot into my uh, my fourth line center there. But um, yeah, just really, I don't. Really, I didn't think there was too many good options. Uh, I just I settled on Appleton. Um, but, but Demello's a great choice as well. Um, so I think that's it, right? Yeah. What were your yes. cap hits? Oh, my cap hit was uh, seventy four point eight mil. All right. Uh, my cap hit was. Oh, you can go first. No, no, no go ahead, go ahead. Uh, my cap hit was a uh, seventy three point seven mil. Nice. Mine was right on the dot, no joke. 84 or 81 and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Porter's is probably, like, 81.4. Yeah, so mine was, mine was 81.4 before, but then uh, <laughs> when I changed uh, Alexiak and Larson, I'm at 80.7 now. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I guessed it 81.4 on the dot. Oh my god. Um so uh yeah, that's gonna wrap it up there. Uh, I don't think I actually have much. a question. One, oh, okay, one yeah, more question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Who do you think is going first on Friday? Just the Oh, in the NHL draft? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, because because it's Buffalo picking, it will be Owen Power. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But... How about a better question? Who do you think should go first? Veneers. Yeah, Maddie Veneers for sure. I'm actually going with William Eklund. Actually, I, I actually done some scouting reports on him. He actually looks like a really good offensive talent. Knowing Buffalo, they could take the Tendi first overall. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I think yeah. Buffalo should take Veneers just because there's all the rumblings about Eichel being traded, and I think that they could use another another center to pair up with Sam Reinhart. But knowing the Sabres, they'll probably go with own power. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Well, Sorry, they also, they also might lose Rissolainen, so they might also want. Oh, they probably will. Yeah. So they also might want that big defense in their lineup. Dolan's yeah. an RFA too, eh? They, they, I, I saw today that they've made uh, progressions in his contract, so he looks like he's probably going to come back. Sadly, yes, ruining his his. Uh... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Career. Yes, but no. We'll go with career. So just <laughs> just before just before we end it here, uh, just gonna say I I'm on Instagram right now. Uh, a Denver Nuggets uh, fan page, I guess you could call it, posted a top ten Colorado athletes post, one mm-hmm. to ten. I'm just gonna go over the first two. So, okay. uh, so um, it, it isn't players that were born in Colorado. It's just players player for, okay. uh, yeah. for a Colorado there. team. So first, you would think, you would think it's Nathan McKinnon, right? 
I would think it's Jokic. Yeah, Jokic. Oh, Jokic, yeah. You really think it's Jokic? He won MVP. Yeah, he won MVP. Because he had a good year. But that doesn't mean he's the best athlete. (laughs) They're going to put Murray or something. I guarantee no, no, Jokic is first, but I just thought okay. it was weird that Mac isn't first. Like, I, if he I won think MVP, they got to give it to him. Yeah, that's it's Jokic. I would put him first because Jokic won the MVP. Yeah, couldn't win the playoffs though. My sons knocked him out. <laughs> yeah, and your sons got destroyed by the Bucks. Okay. Yeah, that was a heartbreaker last night. Yeah. Um. Oh, so yeah, that'll wrap it up there. Uh, thank you everybody for listening, Marco. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It was, it was a blast. You. And uh, see you next time. Yeah. See you.